Because they were put away by lousy testimony by people who perjured themselves under oath. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. That is the story. This is going to get out. It's going to be big. And if you just start hearing about it here, I'm okay with that. We like breaking news. And hats off to Glenn Beck and his media company, Blaze Media, for getting access to the January 6, 1700 closed circuit television camera video feeds all around the Capitol on January 6. They look through these through the video specifically to notice the locations of two men. Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn. He's the he is the black man who has said he is a he was a victim of racist rhetoric that there were Republicans. They were mega extremists on January 6th and they were calling him the N word. They were saying terrible things. Now, there was no video evidence of this, of course. And so a lot of us were like, that's just not what it's not what people do. That's not what conservatives do. That's not what people who affiliate with MAGA do. We don't drop the N word. It's not how we were created. So it's fishy, right? And also, a Capitol Police special agent who is charged to Nancy Pelosi's security detail, his name is David Lazarus. These two cats say in conflicting testimony before the January 6th commission, which put several Oath Keepers members away in prison for more than a decade, right? They said that they witnessed each other in, very, in, in several antagonistic encounters with members of the Oath Keepers. Well, the video is now out. Video Nancy Pelosi wanted to put on a shelf for 50 years because it is contrary to the narrative. And the narrative is they lied. They lied. It was a setup. They set up a trap. There is a reason Nancy Pelosi did not agree for 12, 12 requests to send in the National Guard. They needed 
this to happen, to create the insurrection word, which allows them to go to the 14th Amendment, Section C or three and say Donald Trump incited a rebellion, incited an insurrection because of that. He can't be on the ballot. There you go. In a nutshell. Well, wah, wah. video represented uh, Representative Barry Loudermilk has just released for you to see shows timestamp proof that there's no way these two guys, these two Capitol Police officers who testified and were part of the whole committee, there's no way they could have seen what they say they saw when they said they saw it. Here is your story. It's beautiful and disgusting. U.S. Representative Barry Loudermilk of Georgia has released video images from January 6, 2021, showing the movements of a Capitol Police officer whom Blaze News investigative journalist Steve Baker said appears to have given false testimony regarding the whereabouts, his whereabouts, that day during a key encounter with members of the Oath Keepers. Remember, they need you to think the Oath Keepers are this militant, militia, MAGA, right-wing, wacko guys. They train in the woods. They're wearing ghillie suits. They probably, you know, make their own alcohol, wackos, right? Kind of my kind of of guys, right? And they are in the Capitol, January 6th, and they're causing all of this stuff to happen. Well, in fact, the Oath Keepers said, no, we were there to keep the peace. And we saw this Harry Dunn, Capitol Police officer, starting to freak out. He's got a big gun on him. He had an AR-15 on him. They were worried for his safety. They tried to de-escalate the situation. They said they surrounded him, talked him off of the ledge, escorted him out of the area where all the protesters were to de-escalate the tension. That's not what Barry, that's not, excuse me, what Harry Dunn and this other guy, David Lazarus, said. Louder Milk is the chairman of the Committee of House Administration Subcommittee on Oversight. And he said in his statement to Baker that he released the still frames from closed circuit TV video with timestamps of U.S. Capitol Police Sergeant Agent David Lazarus because, quote, an allegation of a Capitol Police officer lying under oath is a very serious allegation, must be fully investigated. We, appro- we approve that. So the background here. Baker for Blaze Media on October 4th dropped an investigation that we read to you. It was based on his exhaustive examination of January 6th closed circuit TV video to which he was given access. In that story, he noted that January 6th prosecutors, in their attempt to prove Oath Keepers were guilty of trying to overthrow the U.S. government, said members of the group of the Oath Keepers were involved in this contentious interaction with law enforcement at the top of the stairs next to the Capitol Rotunda which is also known as the small or mini rotunda or the speaker's lobby, uh, lobby, excuse me. However, Baker said no video evidence from Capitol closed cameras was presented to the jury. Despite the existence of at least 1,700 cameras and 41,000 hours of footage. In fact, Baker said much of the video footage had been kept from the public defenders as well as the public. Wow. Baker said prosecutors instead relied on the accounts of two law enforcement officers, one of them, Lazarus, a member of the security detail for Nancy Pelosi. Baker said Lazarus testified that he passed Officer Harry Dunn, the one who was freaking out, engaging with four Oath Keepers, quote, three or four times as he was evacuating Pelosi's staffers trapped in a locked office in her chambers. However, the reporter for Blaze Media, Baker, 
said Officer Lazarus could not have witnessed the interaction because Lazarus was in another Senate office building across the street from Constitution Avenue at the very same time the encounter between Don and the Oath Keepers began. Again, these men, Oath Keepers, say they were there to defuse something that seemed to be getting out of hand. The Capitol Police officer said, no, no, no. They were pressuring us. They were threatening us. It was antagonistic. And so these Oath Keepers got sentenced to prison because of that. Baker noted that his Blaze Media investigation tracked Lazarus while he was escorting senators and staff on Capitol cameras. Now, they give us time-stamped video, so you can see how it works out. And at the exact time that this guy, David Lazarus, is allegedly witnessing Harry Dunn in this antagonistic encounter with Oath Keepers multiple times. Lazarus is nowhere near the Speaker's lobby. Nowhere near the Capitol Rotunda. Nowhere near, in fact. That scene had cleared minutes before Lazarus came back and went up to the Speaker's lobby to continue escorting people out. So you have to ask yourself, now wait a minute, did he lie? Did he lie on purpose? Because this was a pivotal part of this testimony. But it gets worse. Because Harry Dunn, the Capitol Police officer who apparently was getting very edgy and seemed nervous and seemed to be worried about being outnumbered by all the protesters whom the Oath Keepers say they encircled to protect. He says that, in fact, it wasn't him in this antagonistic environment with the Oath Keepers. It was actually Lazarus. Now, the Oath Keepers who've been sentenced to prison, their attorneys didn't catch on to the discrepancy in their testimony. Well, how could it be both? One of you had to be in in some sort of a contentious altercation with these Oath Keepers. That's what you're testifying. But who was it? And did it never even happen? And that is where we are today. Timestamp shows that Don and the Oath Keepers had cleared the area before Lazarus is seen making his way on closed-circuit television through the labyrinthine channels and the, the back areas of the Senate to get back up to the Speaker's lobby. They lied. They lied. They lied under oath. Harry Dunn lied and wrote a book about it, which is now apparently a New York Times bestseller about his bravery and his honor. Now, I have to ask you this question. Now that we have proof, time stamp proof of the whereabouts of these individual officers, now that we know there is no way David Lazarus could have seen Harry Dunn in an antagonistic situation with the Oath Keepers three or four times, do you think the book deal was payment to Harry Dunn? By the way, the foreword is written by Eric Swalwell. And the back panel, the back cover, is written by Nancy Pelosi. So tidy, isn't it? You help us, we'll help you. But now America wants to help itself to the truth. Did you all throw away American citizens by withholding exculpatory evidence from them? One can only say the answer to that is yes. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program, 
House Judiciary meets with special prosecutor in the Hunter Biden Delaware crime family case. And and David Weiss drops something rather significant that shows Merrick Garland also lied under oath. I got the proof next on the Wendy Bell Radio program. All right, so this is going to be an, an act of Congress, literally. I need to squeeze in two chunks of sound here that are important. The first comes from the blaze itself. And it's two minutes and 19 seconds, and I think it's significant because it, in a very expeditious fashion, explains to all of us the gravity of the video that shows two U.S. Capitol Police members likely lied under oath, and that testimony was used to imprison likely innocent people. Listen to this. Go. The U.S. Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazar is saying that the violence that the rioters brought to the Capitol never ended for many of us. The trauma had reached into our homes, our personal lives, and our loved ones. The story in the testimony from Special Agent, now this is Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazarus. When he heard the gunshot at 243-244, that he was down in the tunnels escorting senators to the other Senate uh, right. office buildings. And that's quite a quite a long distance away from the House chamber. The Capitol Police officer assigned to the protective detail of then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on January 6th appears to have given false testimony about his whereabouts. We tracked him all the way through the tunnels. They uh, essentially created a script for him and put him in a place with a tale to tell that never happened. He was then shown in court a video clip of four Oath Keepers standing in front of Dunn. Lazarus was asked, are these the individuals you observed? Yes, yes. At any point in these three or four interactions in this space, did you observe any sort of anything but antagonistic conversation? No, that's correct. He said this under oath. In great detail, he describes what he saw. It just did not happen. It couldn't have happened because he was a half a mile away in another part of the building. If we were living in normal times, the people that had been convicted, they would be released because this is perjury. We have a high-ranking Capitol Police special agent with that designation who was the head of Nancy Pelosi's security detail, who was brought in specifically to corroborate the testimony of another Capitol Police officer with shaky um, testimony himself. We are waiting on this, the release of this video, the permission to show it right here on The Blaze. When we release a day in the life of Harry Dunn on January 6th, it will contradict every single thing he has ever said about that. Again, it's on The Blaze. Hey, I say get it out there. Whomever's in charge of it, yes, go get it out there. Now, I want to talk about this. We told you that yesterday, closed-door testimony with Special Prosecutor David Weiss, House Judiciary Jim Jordan, asking about Hey, you know what? We've got these IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley, Joseph Ziegler. They said that they were given 17 people in a chain of command. They had to clear their investigation into Hunter Biden's taxes, et cetera, et cetera, with. Did you or did you not as the special pro? Did you or did you not have all of the ability that you needed to investigate Hunter Biden 
to the best of your ability? The answer was no. I'm going to say that again. Special Prosecutor David Weiss, who Merrick Garland lied under oath in front of Senate or House Judiciary and said he's got all the tools at his disposal. He can do anything he wants to do. Nobody's interrupting him. David Weiss yesterday said that is B.S. I did not have that flexibility. They protected Hunter Biden. They ran interference for the Biden crime family syndicate. And I thought we should just probably refresh our memories as without hesitation. Merrick Garland lied under oath to that committee just about two months ago. Listen. I recognize himself. Quote, Mr. Weiss has full authority to bring cases in other jurisdictions if he feels it's necessary. That was your response, Attorney General, to Senator Grassley's question on March 1st, 2023. Just reference it when Mr. Bishop was questioning you. Only problem is he'd already been turned down by the U.S. Attorney in the District of Columbia, Mr. Graves. So he didn't have full authority, did he? I had an extended conversation with uh, Senator Grassley at the time. We briefly touched on the Section 515 question and how that process went. Um, I've never been suggested. My point's real simple, Mr. Garland. You said he had complete authority, but he'd already been turned down. He He wanted to bring an action in the District of Columbia, and the U.S. attorney there said, no, you can't. And then you go tell the United States Senate under oath that he has complete authority. I'm going to say again that uh, no one had the authority to turn him down. They could refuse uh, to partner with him. They could not. You can use whatever language. Refuse to partner is turning down. The chief law enforcement officer of the United States of America according to David Weiss and his testimony yesterday, which House Judiciary put out this morning, he lied. He lied. Does that Bible mean anything anymore? Does that oath mean anything anymore? No. No, it doesn't. You know, we're going to fight on the dollars and cents of what's happening in this country, ladies and gentlemen. That is the issue we can all agree upon. And I've got something for you that is going to frost you silly. Where your tax dollars are really going will gall you. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back, my friends. You're tuned into the Wendy Bell Radio program. You know, when you control the money, you control the message. When you control the money, you are in control of the story the narrative, the direction, the suck of the country. And and I don't think Joe Biden is truly the problem here. It's the Democrats. It's progressives. It's that fringe group of, you know, the left looks at our alt-right fringe. And these are people who are unwavering and, and relentless about topics like abortion. And everybody is entitled. You're entitled to how you feel. You're entitled to how you vote, how you raise your family, how you feel about you. What you do to you is your business. We're branching over into some pretty fuzzy gray area that I think is a losing scenario. And I always say, you do you. I just don't want to pay for it. That, that's why Black Lives Matter was so offensive to so many of us. First of all, it was a scam from the start. It was a communist run scam. It's exactly what it is. 
The only people who mattered, according to BLM, were like the four people who got rich off of it. Patrice Cullors and her multiple homes. And you can you can have all the excuses in the world you want. Everybody knows what exactly Black Lives Matter was, which is why you don't see the signs anymore. People quietly in the middle of the night took them out. Oops, I guess they really aren't what I thought they were about. Nobody got better. Nobody got a benefit. Nobody learned how to how to do a job that allowed them to earn income in perpetuity for their family. Nobody was raised up because of Black Lives Matter. It was a shakedown. That's what it was. Hey, Target, you probably want to give to Black Lives Matter and put that proudly on your homepage uh, because we're watching. And how many of these hack diversity, equity, and inclusion Environment, social governance, clowns fell for it. So many. I don't want to pay for it. Well, the cost of that investment into supporting Black Lives Matter to put up the black fist of power on Target's homepage and on Levi's homepage and on Amazon's and on Home Depot and everybody, everybody. It was those of us who were paying attention saying, you know what? This is a great this is a gravy train. That's also crazy train. And I don't think you guys want to be a part of this. They, of course, bake in the expense into the costs they pass off to us. I don't want to pay for the abortion for the girl who's bagging groceries at my local Giant Eagle any more than I want to pay for the transgender operation of somebody who works at, you know, Target. This is what we are pushing back against. But your money is already going there because progressives already make the decisions The political left has captured this federal grant-giving apparatus. All of the departments, and don't take my word for it, the experts, quote-unquote, are saying this. Billions of federal dollars go to left-wing causes because activists control the federal bureaucracy. And that is not likely to change anytime soon. This is the jazz that changes at the local level. So I want to read you this. It's very interesting. If you want to know where $4.1 billion this year has gone already of our tax dollars, well, it's gone to LGBT stuff that you probably aren't behind. The federal government pays for initiatives promoting transgenderism and other LGBT causes because left-wing bureaucrats have captured federal grant-giving programs, experts say. Quote, when you dig into who staffs federal agencies, they're absolutely dominated by people on the left side of the political spectrum. This is a senior budget policy analyst for the Heritage Foundation named David Ditch. This is what he says. That has been the case for a very long time, he says. I expect that will be the case indefinitely. That's scary. Regardless of who wins the next presidential election. Now, why would he say that? Don't you think that if we win, that we should be able to put the brakes on things that we don't support and we don't want to pay for? You would think, but that's not how it works. Mr. Ditch and others have scoured federal grant records. They have found patterns that point to LGBT activists entrenched in federal agencies, making decisions on which projects to fund and which organizations in the United States and beyond will receive taxpayer money to execute their plans. Now, that's where I draw the line. I didn't vote for that. They don't care. Here's the story. Grants awarded in the past four years include $65,000 for a queer arts festival in San Francisco. 
San Francisco's crumbling. But if you want to get queer art, well, there you go. Here's 65K. How about another grant provided $2,300 to help, quote, professional transgender women makeup entrepreneurs in Nepal? Well, that's moving my needle. Thank goodness. How about this? The University of Washington received $350,000 to translate an LGBT sex manual into Spanish. Now, I don't know about you guys. Does anybody need a manual? Really? Well, here's your check. From October 1 of 2020 through September 30th of 2023, the federal government spent more than $4.1 billion on grants with descriptions that included the keywords LGBT or transgender. Although the left has long held a political advantage in the federal bureaucracy, LGBT activist groups have gained New ground under President Joe Biden. Of course, a lot of former President Barack Obama staffers felt that they needed to restrain some of their most extreme impulses, he said. There is no such restraint going on in the Biden administration. No, duh. How else did we get that Sam Brinkman freak, right? Mr. I'm going to steal your luggage and cross dress and tell you that I'm trans and wear heels and purport to be some kind of a nuclear waste guy. What? <laughs> I mean, I, you have to laugh because it's so freaking... All I need to say is two words to you. Rachel Levine. That's all you need to know. And these clowns on the left dress this person up, a dude who thinks he's a woman, right? And he, they dressed him up in a costume purporting to be some kind of an admiral of health. A guy who thinks he's a woman who thinks that... Chopping off body parts for kids is is gender affirming care. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a psychological issue in this country. That's a fact. What? Biden administration decision makers who award grants are happy to to give grants to decidedly ideological activist organizations. They will continue to act this way as long as they have these trillions of dollars in financial resources provided to them by American taxpayers. Even within the administration of former President Trump, the federal government awarded grants to left wing cases. Government workers award, quote, an unbelievable torrent of grants on everything constantly. And that taxpayer funding of left-wing political activism helps the political left grow even stronger. How do you stop it? How about this? From 2008 to 2020, the U.S. government passed out $184 million in grant applications for project descriptions that included the keyword transgender, according to the Capital Research Center. But from 2021 to September 12 of 2023, a total of $1.2 billion was given out in the form of grants. That is a tenfold increase using the word transgender. Look, I, at least $104 million of that federal spending explosion went to initiatives that mostly or entirely promoted, subsidized, or studied transgenderism you know 
I'm just going to say this, and this is going to sound super naive, but I'm going to look at this the way I look at most things as a mom. Got a lot of people in this world who just need a hug. You don't need to go join a group of people and, and pretend that you're something that you're not because you're desperate to fit in. Puberty sucks. And it's going to suck. And you're going to get through it just like we got through it. And it's miserable and uncomfortable. And you're going to look back and I promise you, you're going to be able to giggle at what you look like and how awkward you were. And you won't forget how you felt. And that will soften your ability and improve your ability to be kind to someone going through it next. You don't need a closet to walk into. You don't need to change your name. You don't need to focus on stupid crap that doesn't matter like your dumb pronouns. Nobody cares. Are you a good human being? I have to say that the majority of our issues could be solved if a lot of people at a much younger age had someone put their arms around them and give a real honest-to-goodness hug to. You're not alone. You're not an outcast. You're not weird. You're not in, you're not voiceless. We see you. Stop with this stupid spending. Stop with these initiatives that are extreme. They don't move the needle. They don't make us healthier. They don't make our children happier. They don't make our home life more harmonious they cause us to to fight to fight i don't want to fight i want to fix i don't want to yell i want to be part of the solution this sort of nonsense is a money laundering operation of suck and it has to be stopped and it will be stopped when we get off of the subjects like abortion that aren't helping. Basic humanity, basic common sense. It is not complicated. Don't go anywhere. Lib of the week, worth the price of admission. Next. So if you're new to the program, we do something every hump day, every Wednesday. And it started a couple years ago, and it works. And thanks to libs of TikTok, usually, we're able to find our lib of the week. This is the, the melting down, deranged individual who just is a wackadoodle. I mean, we are up against true wackadoodles. Some of them are. Uh, I want to give you the background of this story. This is a... If there is a poster child, I want you to think about in your kitchen. You have a kitchen sponge. And think about a puddle. And you're going to put your sponge in the puddle. And it's going to absorb all as much water as it can until it reaches its full saturation. This cat who went to go vote at a, at a polling place in Arlington, Virginia, is that sponge. Except rather than sitting in a puddle of water, he has been absorbing the left's narrative for, for a little too long. He... He approaches a gentleman who's quite a distance from the polling place. And the man who he is approaching is, a, is an election worker. 
He's a poll guy, right? He's, he's there. He's a Republican. And he's trying to hand out some pamphlets to folks. Hey, if you're interested in the Republican ticket, these are our candidates. This is who we recommend. We appreciate your vote. Take it or leave it. We don't have to fight about this. You can walk by them and just be pleasant and say, no, thank you, or what have you. This guy loses his ever-loving mind. Brock, how many times does he say the F word? 30? Uh, I cut it short. Right? But I would venture to say it's at least in the 20s. This man comes out of the polling place, specifically over to the gentleman who's the Republican worker, and absolutely berates him. He uses all sorts of rhetoric that the left use all the time. He's going to call him Bible Bible thumping. He's a deranged such and it is out of control. We thought it was important that that we get to see the effects. It used to be the effects of your your brain on drugs, right? Crack the egg in the pan. No, no. This is the effect of a of a man watching CNN or reading the Washington Post too much. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, a deranged Democrat going after a Republican who's doing nothing except standing there handing out pamphlets. Go. Time now for the Wendy Bell Radio Programs. Love me, love me, love me. I'm a liberal. Liberal of the week. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. overthrow the election you might have been might as well have been walking up to my head on the way to the polling station putting your gun in my head trying to tell me not to vote you expect me not to take that personally you try to overthrow elections with violence and then you're out here among decent people thanks for what coming do you have out to say that huh what and what's on your what's on your uh uh your what are your policy prescriptions have a nice day you've already Rapist rights yeah. involving is... yourself in people's families and their bedrooms. It's pretty wild. You animal. You try to steal my vote next year, I'm going to remember you personally. Thank you. Yeah, one party state. You want to one party country is what you want. Hey, sir, how are you? Headed in to vote? Yeah. Could I get your Republican sample ballot? No. Sure, thank you. You know, try not to be buddy-buddy with these people because they, they put on a, the face of a good neighbor. But they support lynch mobs or the KKK. Or they're Bible-beating bigots and freaks. Mm. I regret to inform that gentleman that the Democrat Party is the party of the KKK and lynch mobs. So, failure there. So, th- there you go. Every time you heard the ding, of course, was an F-bomb. And the, and the Republican guy is just standing there. He's like, all right, you already voted. You don't like me. Whatever. We don't have to fight about it. The guy can't stop. He cannot resist. He cannot hold back. He has to keep coming up and wagging his finger in his face. You want to get in people's bedrooms? No, we, we really don't. I really don't care who you're with, sir. In fact, I didn't ask you for this conversation. Everything he said, including 30 different F words, (laughs) is indicative of somebody who sponges off the Democrat, progressive, Marxist, communist, socialist talking points. And it's a shame. Don't you love how he goes off on them, (laughs) dropping the F bomb left and right, calling them all kinds of names. And then he says, so what are your 
your uh that's right policies i hate you for this and this and this and you're a filthy rat fink two-faced lying pony soldier but whatever what's your policy so exactly what it is that you're representing well you you i thought you already knew because you've already judged me you've already told me exactly who i am and the guy's like you've already voted so why are we talking and then another another fellow walks down and the republican poll guy's like hey if you want this and the guy's like no thank you and he's like okay have a nice day and then the lunatic comes up to the guy who walked by and said you don't want to be careful with your your interactions with these kinds of people there is a disease the unhinged triggered ultimately crosses over for some people and the liberalism part is a disease that consumes them it runs them it drives them it is who they are i don't get that i like nothing that these people on the left are doing but i'm not up at night worrying about them I'm not posting every day about how I I can't stand them. Like, they have to obviously prove to you who they're about. I'm not going to accelerate that for you. These people are nutty. And it's scary. And it should be. This is what you get when you're a product of your environment. You try to steal my vote next year, I'm going to effing remember you personally. I, I don't know. There is no explanation for it, friends, but these are the people who are in our orbits out there. We work with them. Some of them are in our families. And, you know, I'll say a prayer. May they find some peace because it ain't coming out of their mouths with this ire. Your lib of the week. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, Wendy Bell Radio Network app. Please follow us. Join the live stream. Join the live chat. Everybody can be there sharing information together and then our podcast the podcast wendy bell radio please join us there get us a like a download a five-star review we can't do this without you and your help and we appreciate you all right same time same place tomorrow will you join us we'll be here peace